0: And I want to find my group of people in college that could, you know, teach me.
1: I would have my own voice. And I think that's something that I want to find.
2: Hello, friend, and welcome back to another episode of
1: Do I Need School to be?
2: The podcast in which me, Alex, is going to sit down with creatives and ask them about their journey into the creative field, focusing on their education, the teachers who shaped them, the books who shaped them, the movies, in general, what their journey was like. If you're somebody who is thinking about entering the creative field, I hope this show will be a resource to you and show you that we all have different paths and they are all valid. So let's go. Welcome back everyone to this, our episode 30, and I have two amazing guests for you. They are Glenn and Isabella from Teen Up, a podcast for made by teens and for teens talking about a diverse number of topics. And don't be fooled by their age. They are amazing podcasters. They're actually celebrating their first year with their show. And yeah, we'll learn all about their journey and what comes next in their life. So let's get into it. Hi, Glenn and Isabella. How are you today? We're good. We're good. Great. Yeah, I'm excited to have you guys here. Like we were talking a little bit before we started recording about how much I really enjoy your podcast. And it's called Teen Up. I think that the structure of it, it's brilliant to me. I love that you have this. I love that it's digestible content. So it's not I'm going to listen to three hours of content. I am not a three hour listener. (laughs) I -hmm. can't for the life of me. Um, but I love also how you divide it into. You take a big topic and you break it into digestible bits, mm-hmm. and you. I love mm-hmm. how you handle that information, and I feel I feel like I'm talking to pros. So please tell my audience who you are and tell us about your podcast.
0: Well, thank uh, so, you.
1: So, okay. sorry. Uh, so we are Tina and um, I'm Glenn, and I'm and, Isabella, and our podcast is basically about like, um, like you said. Um, each month we have a different topic and we mainly um, find these topics from things that that are around us, things that we actually think about in our daily lives. And we make them into podcasts, kind of kind of a way for us to explore a little bit more about these topics. So just like forcing us to research more into different topics that we want to know more about
0: Mm -hmm. um and we have already done like a wide ranges of different topics like um culture origin of the universe and um yes education and like what is what is success to us or to others
2: i love it and i have to say it sounds to me kind of like why i started this podcast because i wanted to ask people questions it's And I Mm -hmm. think that's why I connected so much with your uh, season eight, which came out of December of last year. Mm -hmm. Because in the first episode, you asked that question. It's like, what are the different types of education? And uh, that you have formal, informal, you have experience. And Mm -hmm. on that note, I want to ask you guys, like, how did you get here? Like, how did you just woke up one morning and said... I need to do a podcast. It's, 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 it's a thing that I need to do. And how did you guys learn how to do everything? Like how, how do you learn how to do the tech? How do you learn to structure things? Because again, your podcast is so professionally made and I'm so curious about that. Um,
0: We actually started um, all the way back from May, 2020. At first we were talking about just random things that we wanted to, you know, ramble about and just because we chat a lot and we thought like why not why not just like you know make it a podcast but then later we realized that we should you know do something that actually influences people in certain ways and we wanted to learn more because we're already spending time on this podcast like why not spend more time and you know do more things and learn more so then we rebranded it and we turned it into a more of a educational podcast, I would say. And yeah,
1: um, just-, just to add on to what Isabella said, those old episodes are not um, live anymore. Yeah. Damn
2: it! <laughs> <laughs> that was going to yeah, be my we- next question. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: it was, yeah, those old episodes were a lot of just like some drama that happened in our class or, you know just some fun things that we want we wanted to talk about um and like the pandemic happened but but at that time like in May 2020 it was still kind of not that serious in Taiwan like we could still go out to like the theater just go out to dine um but we still did everything online and um, moving on to the part where you asked us, like how we um, did our things, editing and stuff. Uh, Glenn does all the editing. We we did YouTube too, but we kind of stopped because that was too taxing for Glenn, a little bit. <laughs> and it's um, the sure, honest
2: here, honesty. Yeah. It's in this podcast. it's too much.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I do the. Like the Instagram thing. And I'm glad you like you like the posts.
2: I love the aesthetic of the Instagram. It feels very clean. It feels very shareable as well. It's mm-hmm. and as to the editing, I love the breaks. I love that it's not I have to occupy every single second of the audio. It's like let's give it room to breathe. Let's offer a good experience. So on both sides, I really love the, your work that you guys are doing. I'm trying not to fangirl too much. I'm sorry. Just like <laughs> but when I really love Thank somebody's you. work, it's yeah. When I really Thank love you. somebody's work, it's hard for me to contain myself. But and how how did you learn how to do this? I mean, how did you figure that out? Did you have episodes like the early ones in which you cringe being like, oh, we shouldn't have done that?
1: Definitely. Yes, for, sure, for um, sure. So in our early episodes. The audio quality and everything is just, um, like, the pace and the audio quality mainly is really bad. Um, One thing that I think it's very interesting is that we didn't really change our equipment back, Mm -hmm. like, compared to when we started. We are using, like, the same thing, but um, we're just getting better at using our own equipment, so... Um, the audio quality improved and uh, I also like learn how to use software like different parts of the software better so that definitely helped our audio quality because there was like one youtube video when we were listening back to our older episodes and I was just saying like wow that really sounded terrible like Mm -hmm. that would I would never I would (laughs) never approve that now like cuz I'm I'm kind of like an audio nerd a little bit. Oh my god. <laughs> and sometimes sometimes <laughs> Isabella would like record an audio that's unusable and she would just like record re-record the whole thing.
0: I wouldn't <gasps> say unusable, but sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a thing that we have to do sometimes. <laughs> and that's the thing, you level up. It's like, it comes to a point that you, something that was acceptable to you in the past, now it's like, no, we can do better. We can do better. Mm-hmm. And that's the part of the creative process to be like, you know what you can achieve and you want to hit that mark every single time. And so you, Glenn, you learn this through YouTube or did you like look up a mentor or somebody to teach you or is you to, or did you go to YouTube University?
1: <laughs> oh, I definitely Went to YouTube University for all of this. Um, So the question you were asking. I think most of our old episode. um, The episodes that are not up anymore. Are um, the bad audio quality that I was talking about. And maybe also like season one and two. Mm -hmm. And after that I switched to a different workflow. So things changed. Um, I think that's when our audio quality improved because before i would like run it through a website which i didn't know what it does to the audio i just think oh it does all the work for me so i run it through but then i i just feel like i should take control of that cuz um the the one thing that i've never i'd never really understand is the volume of um our podcast so i used to think like I can just run it through that website, and it will do the volume volume thing for me. But it also did other things that I thought it's weird and all that, so I stopped using it. And I actually went to find how to do the um, audio level thing. Yeah, and it's just to um, answer a question like which is the bad quality audio. <laughs>
2: i'm gonna look it up i'm gonna i'm sure that it will be great like i know there are people who have like a really fine-tuned ear to like pick they can know whether the podcast was like the interest recording in wma uh, format or mp3 they can tell i am not one of those people but we're all different we all have gifts and how about you isabella how did you learn to do the all the visual side of it because these are like two sides it's like the audio and the visual so how did you learn to do that? Um,
0: at first when before our rebranding, actually Glenn also made our like uh logo and our um uh, posting like format and I just added the wording, added the title and stuff like that onto it. But uh, and the the color <laughs> was very <laughs> <laughs> it was ugly yeah it it was very outstanding how's that um
2: it you (laughs) know what sometimes things are outstanding (laughs) i call them visually uncomfortable
0: yes yes um (laughs) yes but what we were going for it it was purple and green and for me those two colors don't go together but it's okay it it was just so that it was more eye-catching to people like yeah i don't think it worked though Anyways. It can be
2: eye-catching for the wrong reasons. Yes. It, it, it caught the eye. It caught yeah. the eye. I mean, it was caught.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, and later I had I have a friend that uh could draw and like do do it on the iPad, and I asked her to do the logo for us, and that's how we have our logo today. Um but afterwards, like I felt like I should yeah, do do the do this on my own like be able to post content like on my own schedule and so then I started using Canva and Canva is actually a really great website like it's so easy to use I I don't necessarily like really need to do much except for you know add yeah just do the same thing add photos add titles and stuff like that so um and I try to keep it like like, one theme at a time to, like, together for one season, so it looks more together. Um, And there is this podcast called, um wait, I forgot. Anyways, sorry. <laughs>
2: um, you can look it up. We can edit this out. Don't worry. Okay. You can look it up if you want to. Uh, That's the beauty of not being live. It's, you can just edit yeah things out.
1: For sure. We definitely edit a lot of things out of our podcast
2: yeah (laughs) I have a question about that do you guys not I I, like sometimes I feel it's very clean there is no cursing there is no it everything is very moderate Mm -hmm. I don't see like do you edit those things out or does that just not happen
0: we try to not have them but if we do we cut them out yeah Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) good to know (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I, okay, like, so... I, I full on have I full on have an episode in which we're opening beers and we're just like, I, <laughs> yeah, that's just the, the vibe that we have in this podcast. But okay, that tell me fun, which is though. the one that you like.
0: Oh, um, there's this. It made uh... sense in that moment. <laughs> there's this podcast called Better Than a uh, Better Late Than Never. We actually did um, an episode with them, and uh, there are all three of these podcasters. Mm-hmm. Like the three hosts on this podcast, they're all graphic designers. And I just absolutely, absolutely love their page. Um, they draw it by themselves. And um, I like how they have like this theme color every single on on every single one of their posts. And I just wanted to like, I wanted to have like a same aesthetic kind of throughout the whole page. But I- I'm trying really hard. Like, <laughs> I don't know if it's working, though. And I just, uh, I used to look at their posts and I just love their drawing very much. And I try to uh, follow their footsteps, but yeah. And um, wait, let me think. And I also try to like add more photos and just uh, more like graphic designs instead of just all words right now because I used to put too many words and I try to cut that down a little bit. Yeah.
2: Interesting. Interesting. That's, you know what? I, I love that creative journey because you're going from, I like the way the pe- these people work and then you're trying your own thing and then improving on that thing by experimenting. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I think everything builds very well. Like you're, you're building a story, essentially you're building a narrative and mm-hmm in the visual side that should go with the audio side and that when people listen to it, they're like, Oh, this goes together. Even if like the, maybe they don't have an image in their head of the podcast, but they know, Oh, these two go in hand in hand. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think you're at least for me from where I'm sitting, you're achieving that very well because
1: they Thank do you. translate
2: to each other. And it goes Thank with you. like how you guys talk, where are the vibes of the show, the topics that you're touching and it really goes well. It it feels like a one story to me, at least. And so, my next question would be, how? Like, do you have any people that you're like, yes, I like? You already mentioned those that podcast, uh, Better Lever, be- Better Life, Better, better Late than Ever, uh, Better Late than Ever. I'm mm-hmm. gonna write that down because I really wanna. I'm curious about it now. <laughs> better late than Never. And, but do you have any other people that you look up to like teachers or mentors that you're like, yes, this is the one that, that I want to follow or that I want to emulate or for, for Glenn, like when it comes to the editing of the audio do you have any podcasts or did you guys even listen to podcasts before? Like, were you podcast fans before you started the show?
0: No, I gotta say, I'm still not really, I I don't really listen to podcasts at all. You don't have to, you don't have to. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, I only like even for hours I only listen to listen to it once like every time Glenn uploads it to like make sure there's like nothing wrong with the episode and that's pretty much it
1: I actually I don't really listen back to our podcast so I finish editing I wouldn't just like I wouldn't prove listen it, <laughs> if it if it makes sense because <laughs> it's it's too much work. Like I edit yeah. each episode for like a few hours. So I'm probably tired at the end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you can't listen one... to
2: your own voice anymore. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: um. One, one podcast that I really like is called Hidden Brain. I actually get the break idea from them. Originally, I was thinking that it could be a way to monetize our podcast um, since it's somewhere to put the ad. So we just have the break, and one day if we have a sponsor, we can put it there, and it wouldn't be weird. Mm-hmm. Um, other podcasts that I like, there's this person um, called, I think he's called Bandrew? I'm not really sure, but he has a podcast called Bandrew Says Podcast, and his audio is just amazing. Um, He also does like a YouTube channel on audio equipment. So he reviews microphones and other stuff. Um, He's called Podcastage. I'm not sure if you've heard him or seen his video, but I learned a lot from his podcast because he teaches like how to use compressors or how to use softwares and stuff like that. Um, Yeah, I think it's mainly these two podcasts that I really like.
2: So you found with like a, like through listening to a podcast, you found somebody that's kind of a teacher to you. Maybe, maybe if, if, if they don't even, if they don't know you, it doesn't matter. It's like you're learning from them, seeing what you like, why you like it, and then try to reproduce it. And mm-hmm. so now I would love to talk about the story of why you, like, why you guys, like, how do you pick your topics in, when you're talking about, uh, particularly season eight, it's like whether you actually need education. So like yeah, let's talk about it. Do you think you need school for to do stuff? Do you think what do you think is the value of education?
0: Um, honestly, I think education, we could get education anywhere. It's just that school is able to put it into um like a formula kind of and it it tries to fit all students and try to you know format it better for students to take in um and it's kind of like setting a goal or like a set of curriculum for all students to know like to have to know because like school teaches it uh
1: for education i think it really depends on what you're doing because like like you said um there isn't necessarily a place for you to learn podcast or, like, podcasting. Um, but I think for certain things that that are more um, intellectually dense, say, things like engineering, I would say um, you should probably go to a school for that because, <laughs> at, at least for me personally... I would say it's not the type of thing that's easily learned um, by yourself. Like um, there are just too many things that you need to learn. And it's not necessarily the most efficient thing for you to find everything on the internet or just read a book yourself. Cause sometimes you need someone who has experience to tell you how to do those things. Um, because because I'm gonna study engineering in college, so that's why I said engineering. Um, because I think um, these type of things um, that are that, that that really that will really benefit from um, a, a deeper look because you know these professors, they have studied it for their whole life on one subject. and I think by learning from them. It would really benefit a lot and it would i would say like they would know the best way to learn it since they've been through it and it's just like a constant improving of this learning process
2: Hey friend, it's Alex, just interrupting this conversation to remind you that in order to have the optimal experience and enjoy all the links in the show notes, you can subscribe to the show on any platform you're using to listen to this podcast. And yeah, it supports the show. It will improve the algorithm for you. So it would show you more shows like this one that you will potentially like. And if you wish to support the show, you can follow us on social media. All the links are in the show notes, as well as a link to buy me a coffee, which... Yeah, we'll help pay for the hosting and I also love coffee. But enough of my babble, let's get back to the show. I love that. And now that you guys mentioned that, I would love to like get it deep more deep into the experience of like getting into college like from you guys' perspective, from how all that was like choosing the the route of formal education. Talk to me about your experience. So, Glenn, you're going to university for engineering. That's awesome. Isabella, what are are you also going to college?
0: Uh, yes. Um right now, um thinking like I applied to a lot of colleges uh for biology major nice um, but right now I'm kind of uh wavering because <laughs> I haven't had uh biology for a year now because uh we don't teach that in senior year and and actually biology is very tough for me but I just really like it in general like ever since like elementary school I- I've liked biology um so I just thought that my passion could like drive me through college hopefully so I don't know but that that could still be changed for sure yeah
2: you can like something that is not easy for you my roommate the other day has spent three days trying to make croissants you oh, wow. like yeah like fresh dough like actually making the filo dough herself it's hard as hell, but she's loving it so that could be
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: And uh, Glenn why did you go for engineering Was it always that you always wanted the, Were you one of those people who knew from birth That they wanted to be an engineer Or those people exist apparently
1: uh, No I'm not One of them <laughs> Uh, I always liked Engineering or like Not necessarily engineering but Making things and doing things by my hand But when I first got Into high school I'm thinking Maybe I want to study business Because that's also interesting to me with all the selling things and the economic theories. They are somewhat interesting. Um, And yeah, so I thought about it at first. And then I took a class on marketing um, during one of my summers. And I just thought it was kind of boring. Um, it It was too much uh theory and i didn't really have any chance to do things in in uh, the marketing class so i just thought that engineering fits me a little bit better in that way just the aspect of being able to do things myself
2: nice and you know what the beauty of it is you can change your mind later like uh one of my past guests um sarah Thule, she went from uh she had a sustainability degree and she was helping businesses become more sustainable and then mid thirties she took a class about changing careers and she became a photographer and now she's a successful photographer in the Netherlands
0: oh wow, um actually we don't know cool. that yeah that is cool um I actually do want to like double major uh like environmental analysis like stuff with sustainability um wow like I, I want to help companies become more sustainable too. So that's pretty Honestly,
2: cool. Sarah is super nice. Go to the show's Instagram and you'll find her at uh, uh, Photo on Instagram. Okay. She's okay. she's really great. I'm sure that if you text her, she will like say, sure, what questions do you have? And she will be a resource to you. She's honestly not promoting my episode in, in another person's episode. I'm just saying she's an awesome person and she's very worth listening to. And if you reach out to her, she will definitely let you like lend you a hand or answer questions that you might have because yeah, she's awesome. For and sure. Oh my so, God. Yeah. So now that you chose the route for, but I, I, by the way, I have to say, I hope that you guys continue with the podcast, even when you're in college, because yeah, you're going to have these two things like this formal thing, but also this creative endeavor. And if that can fulfill that creative bug inside of you, so be it. And I, would you change the name though when you're not in teen, when you're in college like when you cross the border into the 20s would you like change the name of it or are you go still with teenub
0: yeah we're thinking about that we we had this problem like when we were naming our <laughs> podcast um, honestly i don't know like we're thinking that we could probably still continue in college hopefully if like we're still in contact with each other um can happen can happen yeah um but i think we're, we're definitely gonna like switch topics like we're, we're not gonna probably not gonna do much
2: educational stuff for sure more chit-chatting i guess so now my question that uh, when i want to talk to you guys about is where do you see the future of education going because we went through a lot of stuff we had a pandemic we had Online education, we, a lot of people are now deciding to stay at home, actually. They're deciding to do homeschooling. And I think it's especially relevant because you guys are like crossing from one education world into the next, from mm-hmm. high school into college. Do you think that the experience would change from what you could have had before? Do you think, like, how how do you see this going? Do you think digital will take over and in-person education will die out? Or do you see the value in in-person education? Are you looking forward to that? I just bombarded you with so many questions, but <laughs> let's start with the first one. Where do you see education going in the future?
1: Uh, so I, I'm i not sure if it's the right thing to do or it's if it's the smart thing to do, but I want to very firmly say that in-person education will never replace, no, Online education would never replace in-person education. And it's through, I would say it's like through my own experience. It's just too different. And there are things that you need to do in person. And there are great values in meeting a person and talking to them directly instead of online. Will it change in the future? Probably, but... As for now, I don't think online can substitute for anything in person. But I think online education has this benefit of letting you, or like, or like online anything, just letting you structure time better. Mm-hmm. Because when we were doing online school, I can sleep for one extra hour a day. And after school, I can just go straight, do whatever I want to. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if there's like a free period, I can also do that, do things with that hour. And me and Isabella actually record podcasts during free periods. So I think it makes, it let me use my time more efficiently, just like the whole online school. So that would that was the benefit for online, but the learning quality definitely was not as good as in person.
0: Yeah, I think. Strong comments. It all.
1: Yeah. Strong
2: comments. <laughs> Strong perspectives. And how was yeah. it for you, Isabella how How did you feel about going to school online? I
0: I gotta say I really liked it.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, I
0: I like ha- like having my own time and controlling like doing whatever i want like eating breakfast while in class and um still being able to spend time with my family even having class (laughs) um i really liked that part and because i live a little bit far further away from our school like it takes an hour to get to school um and i i just like having more time on my own like glenn said too uh, but it was really a struggle for me to focus in class, for sure, for sure. Um, I <laughs> I spent a lot of time, like, chatting with friends on the phone, um, but it was also, but I think, like, the teachers also felt that, so then we weren't learning very much during that period, too. So I think in-person would be more effective for the students and the teachers' uh, communication, and the teacher could um, know what the students are doing and make the students focus more in class. And it took me a while to uh, adjust to actually focusing in class after online school. Um, But I I like in-person too better because of the interactions I get to have my classmates and teachers. It's just more lively. And uh, one of our teachers really like asking us like, if there's like anything special today like be uh when he starts class and that would start with a lot of interesting conversations when in person but online it's not as interesting so i i, I do like in person um in certain ways too
2: i i really appreciate right like your comments and i also don't ever think like in-person education will die because We're learning all the time, whether it is from your friend teaching you something that a cool skill that they know, or I don't know, my mom teaching me how to make tortillas or criticizing my ceviche making skills. There's always going to be that. Teachers everywhere to guide you Mm -hmm. and so on. I really appreciate you guys. And I think you're the first people that I interview that have on the show that are starting that journey. A lot of people, like most of my guests have already gone through the journey of education or are finishing it and you're the ones that are like starting it. So I'm, um, I'm really curious about what do you expect? Do you expect that to come out of this term, a completely different person? Do you, ex- do you have any expectations that you hope will be fulfilled? Like what's the one thing that you want to get out of this journey that you're starting? A degree is also a good answer. If, you're, <laughs> if, if, you, if you say I'm here for the paper, that's also fine.
1: <laughs> well definitely that um, Since <laughs> it's not it's not a cheap piece of paper so <laughs> exactly. I would definitely want to get that uh, other aspects I would say I I want to get to learn more about things because oh okay so it's a little bit off topic but I started to watch movies in during the pandemic. It's not like I don't watch movies before, but I started to really like watching just not commercial movies, you know? Those movies, indie movies. Okay, indie movies. I started watching like these movies for like a smaller audience size. Um, And I think that got me into... Um, reading and just learning more about the cultural things in life and the nuance of um, human interactions. And I think that is one thing that I want to get out of my college education because I think with with that, I can get to know more about the culture. I, I would have my own voice. And I think that's something that I want to find. I want to be one of those people who have big ideas to talk about or um those people who know what they're doing in their lives and i think i can benefit from having a formal education
2: wow that gets deep so quickly i know that was such (laughs) a good answer that that was like damn (laughs) you should you should close it with and welcome to my ted talk (laughs) <laughs> I mean, damn. Thank you for sharing, that Glenn. That was really beautiful, and I think a lot of people will relate to that. Um, how about you, Isabella? What are you, aside from that... the very not not cheap piece of paper? What <laughs> that, do you want to get on this for um, years?
0: Glenn's answer is going to make mine sound shallow. I think. <laughs> I think right now, I, I'm, I'm, I feel kind of. Th- stuck in high school kind of like um um, i'm hearing a lot of like being able to uh like people saying that they're able to find who they are in college and just going through that four years of living by themselves or hang out with people who share the same interests instead of you know how high school where we just put random students in one group um yeah it's, it's just all random and like my school like my friends at school I think rather more like rather than I'm being I'm friends with them because we share the same interests I would say that I'm friends with them because we share our everyday lives together um so I think in college I really want to because I, I think I have like interests that are very different from my friends right now. and I want to find my group of people in college that could you know teach me through um, teach me about things that I'm interested in. Like I really like baking, but my friends, they don't necessarily bake a lot. Um, but I do want to learn from people with experience. and I also want to learn how to live more sustainably. And I think that people in America, or um, hopefully college, like in college, I would be able to meet people who have already lived a, like been living very sustainably, and I could, you know, copy that person's lifestyle and, you know, turn it into my own. Yeah, I, I just want to be able to like I I know what I'm interested in right now, and I want to, kind of narrow it down or, make it. Or kind of, I don't know, learn more about it. And I want to be able to find my group of people too.
2: Also very deep and beautiful.
0: <laughs> thank you. Aww.
2: I love this episode, you guys. I think it's so different from all the ones that I've done before. And I want to thank you again for joining me. This was so fun. And is there any book, movie, something that you would like to share with an audience that is looking for their to find their creative pursuits, follow a creative journey, find a new education path. Is there anything you would like to recommend?
0: I don't know if Glenn will get annoyed by this, but I've been loving Call Me By Your Name lately. (laughs) It's
2: (laughs) The book or the movie?
0: Both. Like I watched the movie first and then I read the book right afterwards and then watched the movie again within like three days. But (laughs) I liked it so much. I, um, I don't know. The first time I watched the movie, for sure, it was really confusing for me. Have you watched it before? Yes. Like, I don't know if it's, I don't know if I'm going to spoil anything, but um, I I like the aesthetic of it and um, how much, like, it it left a lingering feeling even till now. Like, it's been a month since I watched the movie and I still think about it a lot. Um, I don't know if
2: it really, the ending really stays with
0: you. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know if it's like I'm craving like a romantic relationship or anything, <laughs> but but I, I really like the movie. It was yeah, it was confusing at first. Like I didn't understand why the director was like depicting the way that they were re- um interacting with each other. But I think the book, after I read the book, it really helped because it, it, it explains everything that the main character was thinking um and then when i went back to the movie again i could see how they portrayed it like through acting which i think it was great and the directing was great um and the fact that it was able to make the film kind of like a memory um like the whole aesthetic of it was like a memory even though it's like a present tense movie and yeah I just really like it.
2: <laughs> Great recommendation, a very creative artistic movie. Thank you so much for that. Glenn, do you have anything you would like to recommend?
1: So about call me by your name it's <laughs> a it's a complete masterpiece. Um, I've seen so many YouTube videos just like analyzing this movie yeah, Me too me too. and how <laughs> they how it just have the best choice like the creative choice in these this movies cuz i watch like film critic videos on youtube and um people who maybe are directors and talk about they talk about movies on youtube i watch those kind of video cuz i'm interested in that um so i think one okay i'm going to recommend a book i think it's called steal like an artist and it's a very interesting book um a very short one not a lot of words but it's just like different bits of recommendations or like knowledges that you can have as a creative or just a person in general um it's a it's a very interesting book another one can i have two (laughs) sure (laughs) throw
2: two in why not just throw it in I love writing super long uh. show notes. If you go through my show show notes, they're super long, but yeah, I love it. Throw it in.
1: Okay, so another one is called How to Do Nothing. This book, it just like it's a great reflection of like how we're living now and how things are. And I think it you can really relate to it after the pandemic. Um and the brilliant thing is that this book is written before the pandemic, but now we're looking back. It's just it's just brilliant how this book just perfectly portrays the, the thing that happens after the pandemic and things that we can learn after going online and just um, realizing, you know, the human connections that we need and like what we talk about, like online and in-person stuff. So, yeah. Very great book.
2: Wow, you made me want to read it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up now because you made me want to <laughs> read it. I, I, I love those things that you, they've written before, and you're like, wow, like uh, 1984, great book. And then you see things happening that were in that book today, and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, this is
1: awesome. I'm actually reading that book right now. Like,
2: really? Where are you? Yeah. in the book.
1: Uh, I finished to the part. Two, so i'm starting on part three now
2: oh things are gonna get intense things are gonna yeah get i intense. can tell
1: like there are a little bit of foreshadowing or something like that going on i feel like
2: thank you so much you guys um can you like please shout out your podcast like tell the audience what it is about when it comes out and yeah let's let's do a little promo for your show so it's called teen up it comes up what days or comes out what days
0: um our ep- our episodes come out our episodes come out on Thursdays um every single yes, every single week and our you could look at our Instagram at teenup.podcast and also TikTok and with the same handle
2: awesome and is there any like particular seasons that you're like this is the must listen or do you think people should just listen to the most recent ones like which is your favorite season personally
0: honestly i'm really liking our season that we're um, putting out this month um about different albums um i think there are some great insights to uh different albums yeah
1: my absolute favorite is the epi- the latest episode um, about Lord's album, Melodrama, because it's my favorite album. And I just, I have like the same dedication to it as I have to Call Me By Your Name. So oh, wow. that's how much <laughs> I love it.
2: That's <laughs> high praise. That's high praise. So I'll definitely link the entire podcast on the show notes. And I also have that episode be like, this is the must listen also love lord i'm not gonna get on the soapbox about her because i would really (laughs) (laughs) there are songs that really get to me at the personal level but okay i don't want to use your time so thank you so much you guys this was really great thank you so much for coming up to the to the mic with me and sharing with me and again start let fangirling a little bit just a tiny little bit (laughs) but yeah thank you guys so much thank you for having us thank you and just like that we made it to the end of episode 30 I hope you guys enjoyed as much as I did Glenn, Glenn and Isabella are great and I genuinely listen to their podcast and thoroughly enjoy it and I hope you will too I am leaving links to their Instagram listen notes their podcast on Spotify their podcast website they're all in the show notes below as well as their movie book and podcast recommendations yes I am also a fan of I, I didn't expect that we, were, we would talk about call me by your name as much but yeah like like Glenn said it's a masterpiece and like Isabella said if you read the book and you watch the movie you get a completely different perspective but this is not about Call Me By Your Name a great movie this is about them and I am so happy that they have been doing this show for a year I hope they will continue on and they, it will evolve as their lives evolve I'll be a guest on their show very soon and I'll update you guys on when that episode is coming out when I know when it's coming out but yeah until that happens go, on, go and listen to the previous episodes like I said they're interesting deep conversations that I'm sure you will enjoy and as we come to the end of the show I want to say thank you for joining me on another episode and giving me your time I hope you're enjoying these conversations please subscribe to the show give it a review or give us feedback it's always welcome are there questions you would like to ask creatives or do you have somebody you would like to recommend for the show you can reach out to me on social media or email which is all linked in the show notes Also, special thank you to Anne Catherine and Marcus for supporting the show through Buy Me A Coffee. Love you guys, and I appreciate the encouragement. Also, thank you to Ro Heide for the music for this show and to Immaculate Lamarin for her help proofreading the transcripts and helping keep the podcast as accessible as possible. To close, thank you for listening again this week, and I hope to be back in your ears very soon. Until then, keep learning and stay curious. Bye.